Across Australia right now, there are tens of thousands of children in the child protection system. About 40% of those are First Nations children. At the same time, violence against women and children is being described as an epidemic, with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities some of the worst affected. The two are inextricably linked, according to a new report out today, with the failure to allow communities the opportunity to actually design their own solutions to family violence, pushing more children into the child protection system. Garth Morgan is the CEO of Queensland's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Children's Protection Peak, and Garth is my guest this morning. Welcome. Good morning. This report is a collaboration with Australia's National Research Organisation for Women's Safety and also the Australian Catholic University. What are the key findings? So the report found that really um, children uh, and young people who experience domestic violence uh, are impacted in multiple ways. Uh, We know that their childhoods are affected, uh, not able to, to do and experience some of the normal things that their peers do. Uh, having to take on a more adult role, you know, caring for and providing for siblings and adult victims from a, from a young age. We know that these behaviour changes often play out in educational settings and can lead to some pretty poor mental health outcomes for these kids with coping strategies, including, you know, self-harm, um, using uh, drugs and alcohol, and it can also lead these children to fall into the criminal justice system. Uh, One of the really concerning findings uh, was that their relationships are also impacted, both within their family and as they grow, um, and the relationships that they can have and form over time as they become older. Um, But you made a good point earlier, the systems are uh, really failing our children that experience DFE that come to the attention of child protection systems. The funding for services is not focused on prevention and early intervention and often leads to punitive results. Um, and we know that the, the systems uh, are largely focused on the safety um, of you know, women and mothers, which is absolutely critical. But where those systems fail is that they don't take into account the unique needs of children. So the report talks about that failure of child protection services and education and health services to promote healing and recovery for First Nations children who've, who've been really um, the ones so severely impacted by this family violence. What do those failures look like and how, how can you change the systems to turn that around? Yeah, I think the first thing is that we need to create safe spaces for children uh, and making sure that there are some uh, safe people for them to talk to and that they do have access to the supports. As I said, at the moment, we have a domestic and family violence system that is all set up around the parents and that don't really take into account the needs of those children. We also need to make sure that children have got safe networks. So making sure that they've got access to people within their cultural group, you know, uh, strong uh, Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander people who can provide leadership, mentoring and also connection and the children in the uh, the child protection system have also got the opportunity to connect with other Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander kids and that's critical. You know, systems can do more to focus on supporting uh, children to develop a strong cultural identity, um, which includes, um, you know, the, the whole f- family being connected into the broader uh, broader mobs. And so the way we uh, we found that this would be really effective is if we have a strong community-controlled DFE service system that is developed up by Aboriginal people for Aboriginal people. 
So you want the system essentially controlled by Aboriginal people. What are the consequences when it's not? Well, the consequences um, when it's not is um, we find that, you know, often women are afraid to report and so many women are reluctant to reach out for support out of fear that child protection will become involved. Um, and that and is there evidence their... that that does happen? Absolutely. Are they There's right evidence. to be worried about that? Absolutely. So at the moment, the data shows that 41% of all the newly substantiated child protection cases for First Nations children involve some sort of exposure to domestic and family violence. Um, this is an alarming figure and it's also on the rise. Um, it's up about 6% from five years ago, which was 35%. Um, and so we know that uh, out of all the, there's about 10,000 children in Queensland in the child protection system and half of those are Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander kids. So the data really does play out that these fears that women sometimes have are founded in, in fact. So to put it simply, these women are are actually the victims of domestic and family violence and right. when they call the police, the police come and it leads to the consequences of child child removal. That is absolutely correct. And so uh, women are victimised twice, really. Families are shattered. And then what happens is because systems don't attend to the trauma histories and the hurts of children, um, there's a real chance that when they grow up, they'll use violence in their relationships. One of the striking findings from the research um, that came out was that the overwhelmingly the men and women who experienced child, childhood violence identified that they had never themselves had their childhood wounds recognised or healed. Um, and what we know about the child protection system is that it requires parents to provide a really high level of support um, for their children. And um, in some senses, we're setting up parents to fail where um, often they've had a little sense of ever having been loved themselves. So uh, one of our community researchers summed this up by remarking, you can't pour from an empty cup. And that's why we need a system that really is focused on healing those hurts and breaking the cycle of violence into the future. Garth, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. Garth Morgan is the CEO of Queensland's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Children's Protection Peak Body. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN. Hey, podcasters. Just wanted to mention, if you're looking for more stories about the law and justice, without a whole lot of legal jargon, check out The Law Report on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts.